What are some of the recent stories of persecution from around the world? We're going to hear today as we have our every other week visit with Todd Nettleton from Voice of the Martyrs. And good morning, Todd. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always good to have you on. Appreciate that. And so, uh, well, let's talk a little bit about um, some African nations and what's going on there. You want to? You've got a story to tell us there. Yeah, we just released our 2023 Global Prayer Guide. So every year we produce a prayer guide to help our listeners pray for persecuted Christians. It's a resource that we will send free to anybody who wants it. This year, there are four new countries in the Global Prayer Guide. That means there are four places where Christians routinely face persecution for the name of Christ. All four of the countries are on the continent of Africa. So we're talking about Benin, Niger, Democratic Republic of Congo, and Mozambique. All four nations where uh, when persecution happens now, it's not like a one-off. It's not like, wow, that's that's weird. It never happens there. It's like, yep, another week, another instance of persecution. And in most of these cases, with the exception of Benin, what we see is the growth of radical Islam on the continent of Africa. And there is a real effort to build mosques, to build madrasas, Islamic schools, and to raise up radical Islam on the African continent. And what that means for Christians is more persecution. Mm. So, Todd, what is attracting people to Islam and to conversion? You know, in many cases, there it is, it is a chance for education. They are building schools and allowing people to attend for free. Uh, in other cases, it's a way out of poverty. It's like, hey, you are poor. You have nothing. Look, come to our school. We'll educate you. We'll give you an opportunity for the future. Uh, but often what happens in those schools is a, is a radicalization. And in fact, uh, we had a story last year in our magazine from Tanzania of a young boy who was born in a Christian family, but he attended one of these Islamic schools and got so radicalized that they sent him to kill his own parents, his mm. Christian parents. Oh, now, my. thankfully, God intervened in that situation. He, he saved the parents and the boy is now following Christ and being discipled and hopefully will become an evangelist. Um, but that's the kind of thing that is happening in some of these radical Islamic schools. Yeah. So I think also, are they maybe even not explaining everything about the religion as well? Yeah, I think that is definitely true. And certainly at the sort of entry level, they, they don't explain some of these uh, persecution doctrines, the, the doctrine of jihad and, and holy war and attacking the enemies of Islam. Uh, certainly that is not something that is sort of on the front end. Uh, but as you have a student, and uh, you know, this, this is why I support Christian education here in yes. America, as you have a student for kindergarten and first grade and second grade and up through high school, you have an opportunity to really train up that student in the way you want them to go. And uh, unfortunately, in many of these schools, and a lot of these schools are sponsored by the Wahhabis in Saudi Arabia, who see this as sort of their missionary edict to send out Islamic missionaries. They are paying for many of these schools. They're paying to build many of these mosques. And we see the growth of radical Islam mm -hmm. all over the continent of Africa. Mm. Wow. You know, Todd, it just reminds me of the importance of us as believers to support Christian education in those places because there are a lot of ministry that is happening in some of those places. I know in Tanzania of a couple schools that are Christian that are in communities that are that are Muslim mm -hmm. and uh, just the importance of, of staying in the game with this. 
yeah, there is a great need for that. The other thing is to pray, and we see this in places, I think we've seen it in the last 40 years in Iran in particular, but the places where radical Islam becomes the dominant form of Islam, uh, for the average Muslim who looks at that and says, I don't want to be a jihadi, I don't want to kill my neighbors, yes, well, yeah. is that the only way to be a good Muslim? Mm. There is a mission field there to come along and say, hey, let me tell you another way. Let me tell you about a Savior who gave his life mm -hmm. for his followers instead of killed other people. Yes. Um, and, and so there is a, a ministry, there is a mission field there, even amongst sort of as the radical Islam rises up, there is a way to plant the gospel in the midst of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Todd, people can also get that uh, global prayer guide as well right there on your website, right? Yeah, persecution.com is the Voice of the Martyrs website, and right now it is right at the top of the page. You just request a copy, give us your name and address. This is a more than 100 pages full-color booklet. You've got pictures of some of the people there, and I would encourage you, uh, put it in your prayer closet, put it beside your Bible where you'll see it throughout 2023, and it just it gives you the countries where Christians are persecuted, and it tells you a little bit about that. Hey, who are the persecutors? What what motivates them to persecute Christians? What is it like to be a Christian there? What does persecution look like? How hard is it to get a Bible? And so throughout this year, you can pray more than just God bless persecuted Christians, which if that's what you're praying, that's great. But you can pray specifically for Christians in China and Afghanistan and Iran and even these new countries in Africa. Mm-hmm. And we are seeing the tragic results of what is happening when the Taliban takes over in Afghanistan once again. And you have a story about another broken promise there. Yeah, as we talk about the rise of radical Islam, well, you know, what better example than the Taliban right. having taken over Afghanistan? Uh, they have now sent out the order to all of the judges in Afghanistan. You are to enforce Sharia law completely, including Sharia punishments. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, if if you're a thief, the, the proper Sharia punishment is to cut off your hand. Hmm. If you are caught in adultery, the proper Sharia punishment is that you will be stoned. If you are a Christian, which they would say is an apostate, someone who has left Islam to follow another religion, the proper Sharia punishment is execution. You're to be given one opportunity to return to Islam, and then you are to be killed. Not only is the Taliban sending out these instructions, they actually, in November, they had the first public execution under this new policy. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a man who was accused of murder, and a high Taliban official, in fact, their public spokesperson, attended the public execution. Um, so not only are we saying, hey, you should do this, they are actually showing up and cheering it on as it happens. So if you're a Christian in Afghanistan and you hear about this, you know, if I'm found out, if if the Taliban knows I'm a Christian, the death penalty is what they prescribe for me. Um, and so obviously for Christians there, this is another way of yes. ratcheting up the pressure against them. Hmm. Wow. I tell you, um, people just really need to know you know, that these things are going on and how to be praying for that. And, of course, obviously, uh, going to your website, getting more information about that to pray about that. But also you have a great program that people can keep up to date on what's going on in different parts of the country called VOM Radio. And uh, you really want to get folks to listen to, if they missed it last week, to listen to last week's. And how can they do that? 
Yeah, this is a really powerful story, and I hope people heard it when we broadcast it over the weekend. But if you didn't, you can go to vomradio.net. That's the radio website, or just wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for VOM Radio or search for The Voice of the Martyrs. Our guest was Susanna Geski. Her husband, Tilman, was killed in Turkey in 2007, along with two Turkish Christians. Uh, and she just has an amazing story of forgiveness. She was on national TV in Turkey the day after Tilman was killed, and she forgave the five men who killed her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually echoed the words of Christ on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. A- and so that was an amazing testimony to the people all over Turkey who were following uh, this story. They were seeing this on the news. Here's the amazing thing about Susanna. She's still in Turkey. We're, we're 15 years later now. She is still in Turkey. In fact, she is applying for citizenship. She's trying to become a citizen of Turkey. And I mm. said, you know, why, why would you do that? And she pointed out the fact that a number of foreign Christians have been kicked out of Turkey over the last several years. She said, if I'm a citizen, they can't kick me out. <laughs> so, mm. so she is pursuing citizenship mm. in order to be able to stay in Turkey no matter what and continue to represent Christ. But uh, she just has a great story. And like I say, I would just encourage people Go find that on the website. Go find that in the podcast stream. You will be encouraged by the faithfulness of Susanna Geski. Mm. Yeah, wow, Todd, as you're talking, I was thinking the power of someone who loves like that. Yeah. The power of someone who loves their enemies like that, the mm. people that destroyed her husband and took his life, to, yeah, to want to give your life for that. There was a Turkish journalist who wrote, it was... Two of the men were married, and and both of their widows on national TV forgave the men who killed their husbands. There was a Turkish journalist, a Muslim, who wrote about that. He said, those two ladies, by offering forgiveness, did more for Christianity in Turkey than a thousand missionaries could have done in a thousand years. Hmm. That's how powerful it was to see that real-life example Mm -hmm. of forgiveness in action. And love for the people there. Yeah. Continued love. Wow. That's some powerful Mm -hmm. stuff right there. So you can uh, listen to it at vomradio.net. You can listen to uh, the program every Sunday morning at 5 o'clock here on Moody Radio, or you can get the podcast. And like we said, wherever you get podcasts, you can just look up VOM Radio, and you'll find that. Todd, always a blessing to have you on this. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Thanks so much. You guys have a great week. Yeah, you as well.